Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. It's a Wednesday afternoon, 4 p.m. on the East Coast in Maryland. A lot of thunder and lightning going on. You'll hear it in the background. Not much rain so far, but lots of lots of racket. I'd like to entitle this podcast, Hispanic Lives Matter. Am I Hispanic? No. But I grew up on uh, the border in El Paso. I was born in a hospital a few hundred feet from Juarez, Mexico. When I grew up in El Paso, it was 60-70% Hispanics. Uh, If I'd have been born uh, a few hundred feet further south, I would have been Mexican, even though I still would have been white. It probably wasn't very likely to have happened, since neither one of my parents was Hispanic. But I grew up with all my friends who were named Vernon Diaz, Bobby Alonso, Victor Lopez, etc. Best friend was Vernon Diaz. Or at least one of my best friends. You know how that is as your little kid changes. But he was there for the longest time period in my life. Followed me to college, um, took up the same field. Um, Even though it was mostly 60-70% Hispanic, the power in El Paso was definitely white. They owned the businesses, Mexicans did the labor. Um, Mexican lived in the poor part of town where I lived. Predominantly Catholic. They belonged to the same social class I did, or my family did, the working poor. As the Vietnam War started happening and protests started happening, my friends that were Hispanic, especially some of the more political ones, started pointing out to me that things weren't fair for Hispanics. Up until that point, um, I'd never even thought of race as a divider and I certainly since I saw Hispanic faces all the times I didn't see the discrimination I was blind to it and I was part of the class getting discriminated against so that made it a little harder to see the kind of discrimination I knew of was I was raised in a fundamental Church of Christ church believe there's only two class of people the saved and the unsaved the chosen ones that have you know accepted Jesus and been baptized blah 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 knows that hadn't we were right we were justified uh, we were righteous right and the rest of the world was wrong. We're pretty good Bible scholars. 
So that's the kind of discrimination I knew about. It was religious intolerance. And I would say that I still, you know, if I'm looking at my faults, even though I'm now an agnostic, I'm pretty righteous about being agnostic. And I'm pretty judgmental, working on it, got a long way to go. So, I'm a recent, in my uh, seen racism. Uh, if I saw racism, I kind of saw it from the point of view of the Hispanic, um, kind of... Uh, felt like an Hispanic most of my life. I didn't quite start actually realizing, I mean, I always knew that I was white and I was not Hispanic. But I always felt comfortable with Hispanics and in some ways I kind of saw myself as Hispanic. COVID, to kind of change horses here for a second, COVID is a proxy how COVID affects different groups of people is kind of a proxy of where those people rank in our society. Um, COVID hits poor people, blacks, Hispanics, um, more than uh, white folks. And if you start looking around, Hispanics are kind of second-class citizens on every front. If you look at their schools, not nearly as good as the white schools. They have more obesity, diabetes, heart problems, um, more of their children on the school lunch programs than us white folks. They have uh, jobs, too that our society does not value. Like they're more the healthcare workers are Hispanic proportion to their population. Um, they do the hard work. They put the roofs on your house. They do the agriculture. Um, I always say I'm prejudiced towards a Mexican worker because in general I believe they work harder than us white Americans. And I want to hire one when I, I'm prejudiced because I want to hire one because I've had such good experience. When I grew up in El Paso, we used to watch the people come over the Rio Grande. Um, I used to work at a smelter and would watch the maids on one side of the river take their clothes off, hold them over their head, wade across the Rio Grande, and then put their clothes back on. This was a, you know, as a 19-year-old kid, this was, wow. <laughs> this was exciting stuff. But my attitude, you know, back in my home was when I, my mom got old and needed, you know, a caretaker, we'd hire, we did hire um, an Hispanic, a Mexican, uh, to come over, live with us. I don't know, paid her 50 bucks a week, plus room and board, and she had her. Uh, you know, day off and give her bonuses, you know, 20 bucks here and there. So, I mean, it was low pay, but she was very happy to get it. 
ate well. Got her print, and she, when our friend needed a Mexican worker, they would get their, you know, the friend of our maid would be their worker. Uh, they would get them for yard work or roof work or whatever. Would get a car, take it over there, and get it fixed. So we always looked at, you know, the Mexican labor force. In fact, you're Hispanic. There's either Hispanic on. The north side or the south side of the river is the same. It's just cheaper on the south side. Now, if we look at Hispanics and immigration, the problem we have, most of it's um, Mexicans coming across the Rio Grande or um, the border between the U.S. and Mexico. We've kind of shown as a nation what we think about Hispanics. Babies in cages, limited uh, legal representation for people that are coming here as refugees, whether it's from Mexico or further in South America. Um, both sides of Democrats and Republicans haven't funded that adequately dealing with the border situation. I actually agree that, you know, we needed a real border uh, and we need to fix our immigration systems broken. Even the workers we do need in this country, we can't get across to do our working. So it kind of pushes the illegal system to working. And then you got the DACA kids that are mostly Mexicans, Hispanics. And they're just a political pawn in the whole legal system. And and I don't believe that would be that way if it wasn't that they're Hispanics. I think we kind of see them as little second-class citizens. Maybe I'm full of BS on that, but that's what it looks like from where I'm sitting. Um, to me, the immigration system is a whole you know, thing that says Hispanic lives don't matter. At least they don't matter quite as much as white lives. Um, we even have drug laws that hurt Mexico. We first criminalize it instead of treating a, treating a drug addict like a alcohol addict. We make one a criminal and one not a criminal. That makes illegal drugs very profitable. It's like a huge boost for their business. In fact, there would be no illegal drugs if you decriminalized uh, usage. And even uh, controlled the drug quality with legal suppliers. The government would make money, like we're doing with pot. But we're not ready to go that far, I know that. But if you start thinking of a more humane treatment of addicts, that will decrease the business for the drug lords and the pain they call cause the Mexicans. So, you know, the I, I kind of look at it and I say, you know, we say, well, Hispanic lives matter. Not really as much. I look at, do Mexican lives matter? Well, certainly not as much as U.S. lives. Um, because if they did, 
we would care about the situation that we put Mexico in and with our drug laws and the consequences of our drug laws on our neighbors. We would have discussions with them, we'd be partners with them, um, we'd be trying to develop laws that uh, were supportive of them. So I, I would say Mexican life is not equal to a white life in the way that our, if you look at our policies. And Hispanic life and a Mexican life are, you know, the definition is which side of the river you're born on. Um, and finally, you know, you want to say, well, we've got some problems, but it's not all that bad. And, you know, we always look at, on the Black Lives Matter, we look at the reparations for, you know, the economy of the U.S. was built largely, or at least in a large part, by slave labor. Cotton was king. Um, but you might also remind yourself that Texas, one of the biggest economies in the world, top ten a little, far, a little bit behind California is one of the big economies in the world. Um, that was taken from Mexico by war, mostly by white males. White male Texans took Texas from the Hispanics, from the Mexicans. Hmm. I think they threw in uh, Mexico or something in there later. I don't know. I don't remember that part. So, should we have some compensation for having taken that away? Probably. I think that's just a hypothetical because I don't see us doing anything like that. But I think Hispanics who also get, you know, I've seen plenty of videos of Hispanics being shot and mistreated by police. Um, and I think it's pretty endemic. Um, have the same problems as black people have. I think Hispanics need to have a movement that Hispanics' lives matters. Um, their population is passing the population of blacks in our economy, but they don't have the same political clout because they're not as organized. Um, black women hang together and they vote and they take democracy seriously and they realize the power they have. Uh, when Hispanics start to realize this, they will be at least as powerful um, as the, the black political bloc in this country. And given that, uh, if they play their cards right, they could have someone on the Democratic ticket in 2024. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the Republicans jumping on this and recruiting Hispanics. They just don't have, they just need to 
change the way they think uh, and how they value human life to be able to, to pull in Hispanics. Um, and I don't think they're positioned as well to suppress the Hispanic vote as they are the black vote. Uh, you've got you know, centuries of racism in the deep south and you've got white power fully entrenched. White power in the west is not as entrenched and it's not a lot more Hispanic power mixed in with it. Um, but it's still, it's, it's, they're underrepresented according to the size of their potential, you know, power block. So anyway, this is just a you know, ordered you to think about uh, Hispanic lives do matter in a lot of ways. Uh, it is very similar to Black Lives Matter. And I think they're, you know, they're mistreated and they don't get uh, their share of, you know, good schooling, jobs, benefits anything else um, and I think they're very hard-working people as a whole that's my personal personal bias. anyway I would like you to consider that Hispanic lives matter this is the ancient Texan namaste Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.